0: Community Wākato on Free FM 189.0, Holly Snape here from Community Wākato and great to be here on my own at the moment. I'm going to give you a little bit of an update about what is going on in the community and social service sector. Um, you know, we're getting to that part of the year at the moment where things start really winding down. Uh, but there's still quite a lot out there happening at the moment, certainly um, through November Um, and just sort of into December. So a few things to, to give you a bit of a heads up about um, there's also a, um, an election going on in the Hamilton West community so this is another opportunity to encourage people to get out and vote um, apparently by elections often have similar turnout to a local body election and we would love to see a much better turnout than that so um, if you are living on the West Ward please go on and vote, uh, it won't be quite the same as in your local body election you're not going to get papers sent to your house you are going to need to go out and go into one of those voting booths but they are all up and down the area in Hamilton West. Um, so, yeah, do make sure you go along and um, and make sure you have your say on Election Day. Um, from memory, I think the election period, uh, well, voting period starts from about the 28th, of, or it might be 26th, 28th of November, and you can vote all the way through to the 10th of December, that is the last day you'll have an opportunity to vote. So um, go check out uh, lots of candidates running. You would have seen signs up, but there um, are quite a few opportunities to check out what they have to say. Um, Some televised interviews have been going on. I believe Free FM will be running an interview um, shortly with um, four of the candidates. So there's some really interesting ways to access information about the people who are running. So that is my little buzz at the moment, just about making sure That if you are living in the West Ward of Hamilton City, that you get yourself informed and you get yourself um, a a vote on the day. Or on the the two weeks leading up to the day. But in terms of what is happening in the community and social service sector, um, there's actually a really interesting piece of training coming up. And this is around um, legally compliant processes uh, to manage and perform to manage performance and behaviours. And many of us in the not-for-profit sector have had challenges um, in the past uh, working with um, managing staff in a way that enables them to thrive but also protects whole teams. You want teams to thrive. And and it's difficult when, um, when you end up with a conflict or tensions between staff or management and staff. And so it's important... Um, that we do it right when we are in these situations, uh, there are some um, some really important legal processes that I think anyone needs to understand if you are in a position of um, in a position of uh, authority or in a position of power um, in an employment process, so um, legally compliant processes to manage um, and performance behaviors. Stephen Dole from um, diversity institute 's running that now. Um, we've also been having conversations with Community Law, and they have previously put on a, um, a fantastic programme in the past as well. I think um, that programme will be running next year as well, and we will certainly let people know about it. So that's one thing to keep an eye open for. Um, a really, really interesting piece of... Um, Information. There's also uh, another thriving at work session coming up. That's the 29th of November, uh, 12 o'clock noon. It's only $75. So a really, really good opportunity for learning as well. Um, that is Maureen Mara coming in to talk about um, being able to thrive at work. Um, it's more than just a case of feeling better at work. It's it's beyond. It goes into um into our wellness, into optimism, enthusiasm, sense of um, fulfillment, purpose. You know, all of this really important stuff. So if you're interested in um, attending that as well, look, just get in touch with us at Community Waikato, um, and that's community, um, you can find us on communitywaikato.org.nz. Another thing to keep an eye open on is Insight Endometriosis. They are running a, a governance, oh sorry, they are looking for support in their governance, so if you... If you feel you have something to contribute, it would certainly be worth jumping on their website and having a little bit of a look at who they are and what they do. They actually do incredible work. They're a small organisation but very, very um, powerful in terms of their impact. So do jump online, have a look at Insight Endometriosis. Check them out and if you think you have something to offer, make t- um, get in touch. Make, make some contact because uh, well, um, well worth being able to make a contribution in that way. We're going to take a little break now and come back with a guest in just a couple of minutes. I'm fired here, here to share with us today. So, um, yeah, just listen to a little bit of Belinda Carlisle in the meantime. Ooh,
1: baby, do you know that?
0: That was a bit of Belinda Carlisle, Heaven is a Place on Earth, and I am joined now by Fire Thank you for coming into the studio, Fire Tia. It's good to see you. Kia ora tate. It's been a little while since we caught up, I think, actually, um, and you're involved with Minico Papa. Uh, many, <laughs> and so we, we just sort of had a quick chat about today we'll focus on one and we're going to have to drag you back in here some other time to go over some others. But okay. today we're talking about really important work that you um, are involved in, and that is the restoration work in um, Porongia, and the, the Manga there. Can you tell us a little bit about um, who this restoration group is, first of all, um, and how you've come to be involved? Kia Kumoko
1: Kiranga, ko kiraro ki Runga, ko Tamaki ki, raro, ko ki ko Hauraki, Kopari Waikato, ko Te Kao Kaoroa, Pata Tere ki Te Nehinehi nehi Nui, ko Ai, uh, we have uh, been working uh, with restoration
0: on the Moonga for 20 years now oh, Wow that's going back a ways, isn't it? 20 years. But this is, this is the thing eh, with restoration and when we're working with nature is it does take time for, for things to heal and, and regrow. And, um, you know, we've got an issue with predators. I'm, I, I'm assuming that you have to manage that sometimes as well. And the growth of new vegetation and restoring the, um, the, the types of trees and growth that used to be in these places. The, uh, the Pernya
1: Tatawawo Kahu Restoration society was formed in 20, 2002 yeah as a result of deep-seated community interest in the ecological restoration of Mount Peronya It was uh, involving the Department of Conservation and there was a community focus group set up in 1997 to deal with uh, possum control issues yeah uh, and the, the title of the group, comes from uh, Manafinua, the tongue of Tafinua, and it translates to the scented presence of kahu, which was Rukutoto's wife, and it reflects a wish to see that the mountain continues to influence and enrich the lives of all who look upon it. Beautiful.
0: That's really lovely. So, so how did you get involved? What brought you there?
1: Well, we uh, have been living there for uh, many many years, our whānau, uh, and on Pukitōtara, uh, but recently uh, we have been come, uh, involved. There was a climate summit at the Porungia Forest uh, Lodge mm. and uh, we met a few of the whānau involved in enviro schools and particularly uh, involved uh, with looking after the maunga and the, the kōkakō mm. and uh, Hayley who I met there is a very passionate volunteer and uh, with her we've been doing the just engaged in the, the nest monitoring and uh, this nest monitoring we we did a a uh, a trip up to the maunga a couple of weeks ago this was on the 13th of November so we um, volunteers came together to learn about the bird monitoring from the experts. Mm. The population of Kokakor pears on Mount Perungnya identified by the ecologists Amanda and Dave, and is growing every year well that
0: 's really positive isn 't it like i mean it's it's yeah it's powerful, because how many of us really in our day to day lives have an opportunity to to see these birds because they haven't been around, so it's beautiful that they're growing in numbers, so that's fantastic so so it's successful. What's going on at the moment?
1: It's fantastic. the uh, amount of work that has been done for a long time and the community and the success uh, is growing and is spreading and we would just really like to promote uh, the activity of the uh, the volunteers and mm. having more opportunities to do <coughs> the nest monitoring training so you get to learn more about the kōkakō, their behaviours and the history of their translocation to the mm. Uh We also learnt how to set and check the traps for rats and other predators that were inst- installed by NEST to help protect the core. And when we visited the nest, we had an opportunity to hear the birds, Mm. and we monitored them for an hour, and the uh, kōkākōpea were seen on the 13th of November, and were identified by the ecologists, and one was seen uh, leaving the nest, and we've posted that on our Facebook page.
0: Oh great, so what's the name of the Facebook page? If people want to connect to that and see it, how do they find you?
1: It's uh, called Pirongia Te Arawaroa Kahu on the Facebook page. There's also the website, yes. uh, mountperongia.org.nz, and we have uh, launched a calendar, a 2023 calendar, which is put together by our volunteers and Joe Roxburgh in particular and Tony Roxburgh, who has
0: been a foundation member, so this uh, beautiful... It's, this, it's stunning, this this calendar is absolutely beautiful. It's it's quite little, like it's a nice little A5 size, so it it's it would fit anywhere. The pictures on the front are stunning. Like, do you know who's done that? This is where
1: artist-in-residence, Risha Pai, her father was a volunteer on the monga, and she's painted this beautiful... Mural. This sits in the Tafari Otaiao, uh, which is the restoration centre in Pirongia, mm. and it's uh, it's to engage with the whānau that come into the centre, and it really it reaches out to you, and it, it really makes you want to go to the Moana to see the kōkako. Yeah. And, and there's a dandelion in there because that was told to her by her tūpunā about the dandelion as well, been on the moa and the
0: Tawa Berries. Wow. And this is available. Yes, available for purchase. <laughs> but this is important because this is fundraising, eh? And, and this fundraising is what enables the really important restoration work to happen. And people get that. But also, um, as a part of the fundraiser, you don't just have to donate money, you get something really cool in return so this is a really good example so who so so the actual um, images in here who's who have sort of contributed to this
1: so the volunteers uh the vision to see kōkako and other key native species reintroduced on, reintroduced onto mount prongia the elmonga and focus efforts on controlling pests and reintroducing native species on the monga so the front cover was done as i said by Risha Pai and it's a stylised mural based around the Kōkakō Ko, and its choice of bush delicacies featuring the tawa and the Kiriru berries and the dandelion represents uh, Mount Prongia, our the release of the Kōkakō Ko that came from Tiritiri, Mātangi Island If we go to the first page this mm. is Hayley uh-huh. and this is her a picture from, about the Kōkakō chicks.
0: So it is a gorgeous little photo of a baby chick. <laughs> it's just very, very cute. It's got its feathers, so that makes it super cute. Um, and then that next picture is a stunning image of, what exactly is that fire, tear? The Tāne Kaha Cones to Cody
1: and this was one of our very dedicated members, Annette Whittle, who it's, has yeah. been volunteering for five years now. And
0: uh, there's a, a stunning image. Um, I, I couldn't even tell you what it is. <laughs> it's pretty beautiful, though. These are some beautiful close-up images um, of, I suppose, the, the flora and fauna that we find on Mount Porongia. Um You know, they're, they're absolutely stunning. But it's a wonderful way, I think, to connect people to a really beautiful space that is... Um, should be close to all of our heart in the Waikato. You know, it is it's certainly um a, a tall mountain in our in our Rohi, so beautiful. I love that picture by the way. Um are we in December there, Fayateia? This that- is an adult kōkākō kō taken by
1: captured by one of our volunteers. And it is a stunning photo. We actually want to design a kōkākō kō outfit. Oh, do you <laughs> to engage with our Tamariki. Because we just love the colour of the uh, korokoro.
0: Yes, do you want to explain what the korokoro is?
1: That's the wattle, that's the throat of the kōkakō, and it's a, a stunning kahurangi colour.
0: Yes, it is absolutely beautiful. Um, and can you tell me, do you, do you know much about um, you know, the, the state of kōkakō in New Zealand? Um, are, they, are they endangered? Are they thriving? You know, how are they now? Do you, do you know?
1: there are more pears now on Mount Tongariro on our because of the uh translocation from Puriora yes and also from uh we had them from uh, Tiritiri Matangi we we need to closely monitor our kakariki because of the the way that they nest and the the predators always have to be uh, the bait stations have to be refilled yeah. we have to check on uh the possum traps and the rat traps
0: Are they are they catching quite a few like is there still an indication that there are a lot of predators on the monga currently
1: It's a constant battle uh to fight the uh to eradicate the predators and we actually have a Predator free movement in Tawhamutu, and you can join this movement uh, via Facebook, Predator Free Tawhamutu, yeah, and also uh, you can join us as a volunteer. But th- they've just launched Predator Free Tawhamutu a couple of months ago at the uh, destination Tawhamutu. We had a good, uh, good launch, and we have the we build the the uh, traps in the centre. And what we hope to have is a trap for every household.
0: Oh, brilliant! So every, so how many is that? It's <laughs> thousands. It's thousands. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. They cost about uh,
1: between fifteen dollars, and you can buy them from our restoration society or you can buy them from the eyesight. So Just basically sure people
0: can buy them and that's essentially the, you've paid for it and then it gets um, put out in the, um, up on the monga, is that right? You can
1: have them in your backyard oh, in great. your gardens. So you're
0: even capturing local, like in urban centres as well, trying to take care of, um, that's a that's in a great idea.
1: Because we've noticed that the return of our, our tiaki manu the birdsong has returned uh, by utilising these uh, traps.
0: And so if every home had a trap and you could get on top of the issue around um, predators in urban centres that would have a massive impact on the birds locally but probably also feeding into what's happening up in our more pristine bush areas as well. It's a great idea. It's a real ambulance at the top of the cliff type of you know um, thinking as well. Not just not just looking at the area, you know, these beautiful bush areas, but thinking about how we can manage the problem in all those other places. It's really good thinking. So exciting to be involved, you know, in some of this.
1: We've just been talking this morning with our group of women. Uh, with the Kahui Wahine, our Anglican women, how we may support what's happening on the moonga by taking groups up there at, to the, the lodge yeah. and, and just uh, inviting them to listen to the kōkākō. The best time to listen to kōkākō is very early in the morning, if you can get up there early. Uh, but just uh, trying to engage our with the Moana. it's very therapeutic. yeah, And also with uh, what we're doing with art, mixed mm. media art and our tamariki engaging in more uh,
0: yeah chances to connect with this part of our nature eh? it's beautiful can you tell me how do people purchase these gorgeous little calendars
1: you can uh, purchase these calendars through the Pirongia Te Arawaro Kahu Facebook page and they are $15 and thank you for supporting our cause yeah with Joe Roxborough she's produced this on behalf of the society and it's a really fantastic Christmas gift.
0: Yeah yeah it is, so this timing is perfect <laughs> if you're thinking what can I get a, stock- a stocking st- stuffer for everybody, you know one of these um, for, for everybody is a great idea, 15 bucks nice and easy but also going to such a fabulous cause and you get to see it every day of the year for 365 days, that's that feels like a, a really good bit of value to me
1: <laughs> Yes, it is uh, quite stunning and we'd like just to thank everybody who has been working hard especially our volunteers on our moana, to support the uh, preservation and conservation of the kōkākoa and if you haven't heard them uh, do try and uh, find time to return to our moana, pirongia and spend some time I
0: think that sounds marvellous if people wanted to volunteer as well and do some of the work that you're doing um, with the nesting and stuff like that would they find the link with it? can they do that through Facebook or through the website they can
1: find that through our um, website oh, www.mountprongia.org.nz join us
0: that 's brilliant and I, i'd really encourage people to do that. How much time do you um, do you spend doing that fire tier is is it is it something people could donate just a few hours a week on or a few hours a month or are you expected to do a lot of work a day, every day like you know what would people be signing up for
1: well once you do the nest monitoring training you're uh, given an opportunity to look at uh, the the times and days that you may uh, spend up at the maunga so there's lots of uh, different opportunities and depends on how much time you have a lot of volunteers spend a lot of time and some people just spend uh, maybe a day
0: yeah that's that's absolutely perfect I think it's really important to know that those opportunities are available for people. So if you are interested in learning more, do jump on the website. It's nice and easy to find. Um, It was www.porongia.com
1: nz Join us
0: Yes, fantastic So do go and check that out um, But but seriously as well This um, calendar, absolutely beautiful Only $15 So I encourage you to look to purchase one of those Or many of those If you're thinking you might want to give some away They are really very, very beautiful And that, all of the imagery comes from you know our backyard In, in Mount Parangia So, so definitely worth um, checking that out um, Whatea, I appreciate you coming in today We're actually at the end of our, our time today It always goes fast <laughs> But I've really appreciated um, You sharing with us And I want to say thank you very much For all of the work you do in our community um, In this case In related, um, relation to the maunga But um, I know you do so much more as well For our rangatahi And tamariki And our communities generally So we will be back to have another conversation On another day Ko te atu,
1: tō tātou tota peringa, kāpotaka ora, kāpotaka ora, pai
0: ora. And that is us for another week. You have been listening to Connect with Community Wakato, 3FM 89.0.